Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. Here with Steve All, I'm Jennifer Perry, and if you have some questions for us that you'd like us to address here on the podcast, we love hearing from you. You can always find us online and drop us that email through our website at yourmoneymattersstl.com. I think almost every day in normal life, Steve, we find ourselves maybe in a situation where we have to weigh the risks of doing something against the potential reward. And when it comes to investing, CNBC's Sharon Epperson says we need to decide how much risk we're actually comfortable taking. I mean, it really is important for people to understand risk tolerance. And what is risk tolerance? Risk tolerance isn't just your willingness to take risk, but how much are you able to take based on your income and based on other commitments you have? And then how much risk do you need to take? Because you have to reach certain goals. Set up an investment plan and stick to it. And don't be afraid to talk to someone about how you feel about your investments and what frightens you, what you're emotional about, You don't want to invest based on that emotion, but you want to be clear and you want your advisor to be clear about what your concerns are. So, Steve, do you find the clients you work with usually have a pretty good grasp of their risk tolerance or is that something people tend to struggle with a bit? I think most people struggle with it is Mm -hmm. probably about the easiest way to put it. Um, One of the first questions that we ask when everybody comes in is, you know, on that scale of one to ten, one being ultra conservative, 10 being very aggressive. Where do you see yourself on that table if you can't pick five? Because everybody wants to pick five. Uh-huh, and then right it doesn't the give me anything. <laughs> but if you can't pick five. And the idea is, are you more conservative? Or are you more aggressive? And then we have the 10 questions that they're all the same type question in a different meanings to figure out what is your true risk tolerance. And then when we do the analysis, the portfolios, do they match? Yeah. And, and a lot of times they don't. A lot of times the portfolios are a lot more aggressive than what they say they are. And sometimes they're a lot more conservative than what they say they are. Hmm, okay. But the idea around it is, is, as she put it, was do you have the capacity to take the risk? Dave and Julie came in. They had about 2.4 million, very modest lifestyle. They were going to have to probably spend a little bit more money in retirement. I didn't have to run all the numbers to say, do they have a chance for successful retirement? Because the basics that they gave me did. But then when I ran the analysis, it was one of the most aggressive portfolios that I had done with. So I asked them, and that's when Dave says, yeah, I'm more aggressive by nature. I'm trying to hit a certain number. Hmm. He wanted 3 million. And I looked at it and I said, you know, as she put it, Dave, you have the capacity to take risk. Mm-hmm. You got the ability because it's not going to really hurt you if you lose 15 to 20 percent. But do you need to take the risk? And that's when he looked at it and said, no, it was just more or less a goal or a number that he wanted to hit. So I, I have to look at it and say, be very careful. Most of the time for people that did a good job of saving for their own retirement, most people that fit in that category do live modest lifestyles. Mm-hmm. So they don't need to take a lot of risk. If I can stay retired with a 4 to 5% return, why do I want 100% of my money in equities trying to get 8 or 9 in a market that's not given 8 or 9? Yeah. The 80s and the 90s are gone. So the idea around it of it is, is the risk you're taking, do you need to take it? Most people, in my experience, really don't need to take as much risk as they're taking. What are your wishes, hopes, dreams? 
Share them with us on Facebook. Just do a search for All Financial Group and follow us there. A columnist for Business Insider says she feels like she's wasting money by putting her emergency fund in a savings account. So, Steve, what are your thoughts on where we should keep that money that we're putting aside for emergencies? It's difficult when people, you know, CDs, very conservative, and they come from that. And, you know, you're not getting much anymore. Money market rates are so low and CDs are so low. And I can still remember when my daughter was born and my dad bought her a CD, put $1,000 in a CD. And when we went in the bank, he goes, you can't tell me I'm only going to get 8% for this CD. <laughs> wow. 8%. That sounds 8% great today. <laughs> for the CD. Wow. And I was embarrassed when he did it. But the problem of it is when we were getting 8% for the CD, inflation was higher. Right. Yeah. True. CD rates and money market rates have never kept up with inflation. We just feel better when we're making 6 or 7 or 8% with inflation that high. Mm-hmm. So it does make a difference. And I, I do wish we had a better place to be able to put those that quote what I call lazy money. But as far as the emergency funds, I, I like that area of about three to six months in emergency funds. Okay. You know, and everybody's case is different. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact if you're now retired and you have fixed income and your fixed income includes Social Security, pensions, if you have rentals or income from an annuity, how much fixed income do I have coming in versus my expenses? If that's a very small gap, I don't need as much in that emergency fund. Right. If it's a very large gap, I do. And that's when I start to look at it. I want that money that I'm going to be spending in the next six to 12 months to be highly liquid, not real volatile, so that I don't have to worry about market fluctuations when I'm drawing from that account and continue to move money into that area for those current expenditures. So again, it's different for everybody. Yeah. What's your situation? Do you have a lot of fixed income? Or are you having to draw fairly heavily from your nest egg to meet your monthly expenses? The emergency fund varies. Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.